Hello everyone, um, I'm here with Phil Norton of the Billericay Street Pastors. Hello Phil. Hi Phil, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Excellent. Uh, so what I wanted to do really was find out a little bit more about what it is that you do because I see various bits and pieces on the Billericay Discussion Group. Yeah. Um, but I thought, well, you know, as far as I'm aware, you sort of like wander out into the street and help people that have lost their shoes or need a drink or something like that. And I thought there's, there's going to be a lot more to it than that. Yeah. Um, so that was really what I wanted to, to discuss. So first of all, can you tell me a bit about you and, and how you're involved with it? Yeah, okay. So um, my name's uh, Phil Norton and some people know me as Noisy Phil. Seems to be their nickname that I can't, <laughs> I can't shift. And uh, so, you know, when, when people uh, like chat to me, that they, that's who they know that I am. So I've been involved in uh, the street pastors movement now for about seven years, maybe mm-hmm. a bit longer than that, because I got uh, interested in it when uh, the Reverend Paul Carr brought this idea to Villa Ricky about street pastors, yeah. which isn't something I'd heard about before. And uh, he did a presentation at St Mary's and described what this um, idea about people from the local churches going out and about into their local community, so it's local residents, but local residents that, that have a, a church-based um, life yeah. to go out into the community during the night time, and we call that the nighttime economy, just to see where we can help people that, that might need a little bit of help. Um, maybe that they're because of, they've made bad life choices, mm-hmm. or maybe things have happened around them out of their control, yeah. or maybe some thoughts have overcome them that, that suddenly, in the middle of the night, when most things are shut down, you know, the council, the, you know, the, the services and things like that are all shut down in the middle of the night. How can we be a group of people that are just there to be ready to be um, caring, yeah. uh, helping people and listening to people as well? Mm-hmm. You know, listening is something that, that we feel that we can do. You know, sure. when you yeah. provide your time, you volunteer to, to be there for people, um, just to be there and just to listen and, Try not to to be too judgmental yeah. of the situation that that you know a lot of people maybe they made a bad life to maybe they had too much to drink or they've taken drugs or they've, they've done other things yeah. that cause situations to come in their life. Well, we're not going to get into that. We're not going to judge that. We're just going to help them because of the situation that they're sure. in. So deal with the circumstances yeah. rather than deal with the history of it all. Yeah, uh, and see where we can help people. Okay. And so are you the administrator of the group? Um, I'm, I'm called the coordinator. So yeah. each street pastor group is set up in a very uh, um, logistical way so that we, we plan what we do, how we recruit, we plan how we train, uh, we, we plan who we're in partnership with. So mm-hmm. to, to launch a local street pastor group, you've got to get the agreement of the local council, the local police, and at least four or five of the local churches. Uh-huh. And they are in partnership then on. We, we sign a license agreement with the Ascension Trust, who are the, the charity that oversees all the street passes in the country mm-hmm. and, and internationally. Um, we They cover us through um, training. They cover us through legal advice. They cover us with insurance. So we're a proper bona fide set-up group. Uh-huh. It's not somebody's whim that one day they think it's okay. a good idea. Yeah. It's all very well researched and we're part of a national network and international network. There mm-hmm. are street pastor groups in various other countries throughout the world. That's really interesting because when I've seen anything that you've done, 
it's all it it always just seems to be this this thing in a little bubble i hadn't realized just how how widespread it was yeah so in essex we've got 11 different street pastor groups in mm -hmm. most of the towns that are in essex like chelmsford colchester harlow places like that south end yeah but there are some other towns that i actually think that it could work in where people are coming out into their nighttime economies that might end up in situations where they might need a little bit of help. Mm -hmm. They might need just somebody to come alongside them and say, how are you doing? How's life? You yeah. know, what's going on? Why are you upset? Things like that, mm -hmm. you know, low-level listening skills. Yeah. And so I think of places like Rayleigh, I think of places like Canby and Lee and, and Loughton and Epping, places yeah. that have got something going on, whether it be through a nightclub or just through pubs opening late or other uh, entertainment things that are going on that, yeah. that offer late night um, possibilities for people mm -hmm. just to have a group of people that are well caring to, to be there on hand if people need sure. help for whatever reason yeah. and we like to think that we can you know be there for people sometimes in really dark times you know in dark times of maybe uh, mental health problems or bereavement or medical conditions that are going mm -hmm. on you know, a lot of people suffering from things like low self-esteem. Yeah. You know, how can we be there as human beings to just be kind, um, to be giving up our time just to be there for people in those okay. circumstances? Yeah. So it's not just a, a, a nighttime activity then? It's not. That's how it started. So it started in London 15 years ago, nearly 16 years ago, with how can people from the local church be uh, a help in their local community during the nighttime economy. That's uh -huh. how it started. Yeah. It started out of some of the race um, tensions in and around Brixton and Hackney, uh, but then very quickly it was seen by the local churches that this is something that we can do. We've got people, we've got buildings, you know, we can help our local communities. We're not coming to preach at them, we're not coming to, you know, um, put their arm up their back or make them feel guilty that they mm -hmm. haven't been to church or they haven't got a faith. That is nothing about what we're about. Yeah. In fact, we, we, we're very cautious and we're very careful that that is not the image that is portrayed mm -hmm. because that is not what we are. That just is where we recruit from, but it yeah. isn't our ethos. It isn't what we're trying to do. So 15 years ago, they started to patrol some of the inner city streets and then they realised that they had this very powerful product yeah. that they can roll out through the country. So slowly, it's been rolled out across the country, uh, across now different uh, countries as well. And you, each individual group has to be relevant for its own context. Yeah. So Billericay is completely different to Basel and completely sure. different to South End. So we had to be relevant so we draw people from the local community mm -hmm. uh, that know a bit about the, the context that they're going to be patrolling in the first place so it's all about being relevant yeah. uh, and being out there out and about how many uh, members of staff and volunteers do you have so we are all volunteers and uh, we have at the moment approximately 41 42 people on our books. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes people can't go out because of their own issues, ill health or yeah. you know, they're, they're on holiday or, or they've just had a rest. So but that's where we draw from. So we, every Friday and every Saturday, we try and put out at least a team of three mm -hmm. into the high street. We operate out of St Mary's Church, yeah. which strategically for us is a superb place. Right yeah, to I, the can, of the high street. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. So we open that up as a bit of a safe space, a safe hub mm -hmm. for if people feel that they're 
out of their comfort zone or they, they just want a bit of time out or they want yeah. to come and sit quietly, they can come and approach us at St Mary's Hub or they will bump into our patrol. We all wear a, a, a blue uniform. It quite clearly says street passes on it. Mm-hmm. Our hats have got it on our rucksacks. Yeah. Yeah. So we're clearly visible in who we are and what, what we're about. So we, we operate from the hub, but we also go up and down the high street uh-huh. just trying to um, interact with people, build relationships with, with people that are using the nighttime economy and be there when people mm-hmm. might need that, just that little bit of extra, yeah. extra help. Yeah. Do you think that there's uh, any kind of stress there between the religious element, which you, you've been clear to, to, to say that you, know, you don't go out there and, and you're not preaching or anything like that, um, if you're drawing your volunteers from your local religious groups, is that an advantage or is there a disadvantage there or doesn't it matter at all? It, it does matter because um, we recruit from from members of the Christian faith, and that's that's all the Christian different denominations that you can think of: mm-hmm. Church of England, Baptist, Methodist, Catholic, yeah. Free Evangelicals, URC. So there's quite a lot of different um, flavours of Christianity sure. in, in Billericay. Uh, we recruit from those group of people not because we think that they are special in any way, not because we want to be confrontational in any way. It's just that we recruit from there because we find that, that we are, have got people in those churches of a like mind mm-hmm. that can come out and we've got a reference for them because we, we know that they are bona fide people yeah, because they've that. already uh, been in um, their church life for, for over a year and their minister gives them a reference to say mm-hmm. that, yes, we know who this person is. Yeah. So it helps us in our referencing and our, and our um, recruiting. But also what we do is we pray over what we do. Okay. So we pray uh, routinely in meetings. We pray before we go out. We pray when we come back. And to to not be clear about that to somebody that wants to join, I think will be unfair. Mm-hmm. So we're very clear to anybody. I have different people from the community. Love what you do. How can I join? And when I explain to them, well, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Um, which church do you network into? How did you become a person of faith? Mm-hmm. They then realise that it's a faith-based yeah. uh, volunteer organisation. Yeah. And as I said, and, I, and one of the things that we're very clear about, and, and it's really important to us that our community understands that that is our background, but not our priority. Our right. priority is to care and listen and help. It's not to come out on the streets. Uh, preaching and sharing or condemning people sure. if they've not got a faith. You know, the faith doesn't really come into it unless somebody asks us, you know, who are you? What are you volunteers? Mm-hmm. Why are you out here in the middle of the night? Why do you care? Yeah. And, and then we, we're allowed then to then just to gently just explain, well, part of my life is I've got this faith. I go to the church. I believe uh, who Jesus was. Mm-hmm. I believe that, that God created the world. You know, things of that Christian yeah. background. Yeah. And we believe also that, that Jesus encouraged us to get out into our communities sure. yeah. and, and be things like the Good Samaritan, which mm-hmm. is a story that many, many people know, that a lot of people that haven't got their own personal faith would know that story. Sure. You know, of, yeah. of being kind and compassionate to a fellow traveller on the road, mm-hmm. you know, so we are not people that would see somebody um, in a pickle, in need, 
And we're not people that will cross over and ignore that need. Yeah. We are people because we are recruited, we're trained, we're supported in being the type of people. And because we're in teams, you know, we're not out there on our sure. own. Yeah. Because there's, there's vulnerability if you try to do this on your own. Um, so we go out in those teams just to try and be there for people. And so far, in the last nearly six years of doing that in Billericay, you know, we've been very well received by the community, by the council, by the police, by the churches, mm-hmm. you know, by the people that, that we're trying to build those relationships yeah. up. There's been a very positive reaction to what we do. You, 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 you're a Facebook user. You, you mm-hmm. monitor what's going on. Yeah. So in the context of conversations, when every now and then we pop up and we say to people, this has gone on or that's gone on, we do tend to get a favourable reaction sure. yeah. and a lot of affirming comments, which really means a lot to us. Mm-hmm. So when we listen to you know people, high street passers, think you're doing a great job, thank you very much, we, we really hold that yeah. and we value that. And we share that amongst each other just so that we, we're checking that we, what we're doing is, is understood, yeah. being received by our community, and has got some affirmation mm-hmm. from the members of the public yeah. that, that we're trying to help. What sort of training do your volunteers have? So we put them through a series of uh, different subjects. Because we generally recruit from the older age group, uh, we believe that the, the grandmas and grandpas amongst us make the best street passes. So the mm-hmm. average age of a street passer is in their late 50s, early 60s, yeah. and will come along and present a very non-judgmental attitude towards younger people, middle-aged people, people that have got themselves in a pickle. Mm-hmm. So we do a number of series. Because they are from the older generation, it's important that we make sure that we're all still in, in touch yeah. with the society and the context for which we operate under. So we have subjects like youth, education, we have an input from the local police, we have a drug addiction um, input as to, you know, what should we be looking out for when we're out and about? Yeah. You know, why is this person presenting himself or herself to us in this way? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, it might be that they are, have taken a drug. It's obvious at the moment there's also a need to be aware of spiking of drinks and things yeah. like that. Yeah. So if you've got your head in the cloud or in a bubble and you're not even aware of these things, if you come across it in the street, you might not write, mm-hmm. um, readily identify yeah. it. So we, we like people that we use, that we recruit as volunteers, to just be aware. They're not experts. They haven't got all the answers. But just to be aware of drug addiction, what, how sure. does it look like, yeah. mental health issues, bereavement issues. You know, Somebody comes up to us starts to share a story that what they're going through in life. And quite often people would come up and say, you know, I'm really struggling. Um, I've got a, a massive amount of debt. I've, I've got some worries at work. You know, I've got, I've just lost my mum. So there's a, you know, it's a series of things mm-hmm. that goes through people's lives that sometimes they just want to reach out and have people that they can trust, rely on just to sit and chat to. Yeah. And if we feel that they would benefit from some ongoing um, counselling or mediation in any way, then we refer them on mm-hmm. to some other organisations that can do that because we're not the, the, we, are, we don't profess to be the answer for every single sure. circumstance. Yeah. We're there as low-level listeners. We yeah. can signpost on. So subjects like that, safeguarding subjects, we cover safeguarding, we all take uh, DBS, so we've all got our current DBS certificates. Mm-hmm. So we're out and about as, as being a caring organisation. Yeah. 
but relevant to the situations that we find ourselves in. Are you a a, a passive organisation or a reactive one? And what I mean by that is, if I knew that my friend Fred down the road was having a really bad time, could I come to you and say, I've got my friend Fred, can you go and talk to him? Or would I have to go to Fred and say, go and talk to the pastors? Probably the best way in that scenario, what we'd suggest is that relationship that you've got with Fred is about encouraging him to come and talk to us. Mm-hmm. So we're a very relational operating uh, voluntary group. So if I had a relationship with you or it's, and one of our team did and you were going through a circumstance and you come and found us or we bumped into you, we would encourage you to share yeah. what that circumstance was. So I would encourage you to go and find them, to, to come and find us so mm-hmm. that we can begin. It might well be that they're um, a bit um, unsure or they don't know who we are. So probability is in the first time we met them, they won't completely offload everything. They won't completely sure. download yeah. all their life, although some people do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's about uh, building up that relationship, building up that trust. You know, can I really tell you all my innermost secrets mm-hmm. and you will hold them very sensitively? Yes. Yeah. I mean, we don't promise confidentiality too quickly, just in case there is something that, that comes up yeah. that we would need to yeah. Um, report or we would need to advise you mm-hmm. to report or, or go with you to report. Yeah. So we, we don't offer that. So it's, so in the way of passive or reactive, I would say it's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. So we wouldn't say that we're particularly proactive. We don't go to, um, into areas where we think there's going to be uh, tension or we don't go to create issues mm-hmm. so that we can therefore be busy and, and deal with the, the, yeah. the aftermath. We like to be sensitive. We like to pray about where we should be. We actually believe that part of our faith allows us to be sensitive, to sure. listen to the community, yeah. to be um, encouraged through um, different things that we sense and hear to go to particular places, mm-hmm. to be at the right place at the right time for us is really yeah. key. I mean, we've got stories where, you know, we've, we've been in an area, we've, we've felt it right that we should stay in that area. Then things are around when we're looking and perceiving, you can sense a tension, you know, mm-hmm. maybe between some door staff and maybe some people waiting outside and, and, our prayer would be at that point that no violence breaks out. Yeah. Because we like to uh, do, um, we like to prevent the police being called to the town. Mm-hmm. We like to uh, prevent ambulances being called out yeah. for, for unnecessary low level injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we carry first aid equipment and one of our other sessions is to be trained first aiders. Yeah. So we can do that on behalf of people, but we like to, to think that we can be in areas uh, as the tension's building, we're there, we're, we're praying, we're, we're, we're trying to be the peacemakers. Mm. You know, we carry things like lollipops and water, uh-huh. which are good, very obvious and very, um, I mean, this is not rocket science, you know, this is what we carry, mm-hmm. but we'll come up and offer you as a, a lollipop or, or something to break the ice, to, yeah. to say, hi, we're, we're guys just out and about. We're probably sensing a bit of tension. What's going on? Oh, do, do you want a lollipop? And then people mm-hmm. can say, oh, would you like a bottle of water? So it's all about that introduction. It's about giving away things. It's yeah. about building that very quick relationship with people just to, just to see 
whether there's something that we can help with. Yeah. Can we calm people down? You know, there are incidents that happen for very minor reasons. Mm-hmm. Now, if we can, through relationship, through conversation, through being there, uh, prevent that uh, low-level incident becoming yeah. more serious, then that's got to be a win-win for everyone. You're a real Swiss Army knife kind of organisation, <laughs> aren't you? I've never thought of it like that. <laughs> I, I, I like that thought. Although I don't, I don't swish out the big blade very no, often. No, no, I'm sure you don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we like to be, I mean, we're not naive. We're not going around saying that we are, we are there, we are ready to cope with everything. We are not robots, we're not commandos. Mm-hmm. And, and when you meet quite a lot of our street passers, as I say, they're from the older generation. But their life skills, the, the knowledge, the care, the compassion that they build for, for people during that life is a real part of the Swiss yeah. Army knife yeah. Yeah. That, that I think that we carry. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a really exciting thing to be able to use it. You know, some... Some people sometimes in life we think, well, we're a bit washed up now. You know, we've had mm-hmm. our day. What what use are we now? How can yeah. we help? Yeah. And this has has been a way of empowering some of our older generation mm-hmm. to think about themselves as, well, I have got certain life skills. I am a grandfather. Yeah. I am a father. Yeah. I am uh, an ex worker in this particular industry. I have got something to offer. I mm-hmm. don't have to go and vegetate and, sure. and sit around and just watch daytime TV yeah. and read yeah. the newspaper. Yeah. I can get involved in these projects where we can reach out and help different people from our community. Fantastic. So you mentioned that you're at St Mary's Church. Where yep. can, where and when can people get hold of you? So um, through some form of social media or through email or through text. So our email is billericky at streetpastors.org.uk. Um, you can send us a message through Facebook. We're on uh, Facebook, Billericky Street Pastors. We're on um, uh, Twitter as Street Pastors and uh, Instagram. So there's all sorts of different ways. Mm-hmm. If people want to get hold of me specifically, they could text or ring me on my mobile number, which is 07568. Five three six seven two two. I'm more than happy to take calls, uh-huh. speak to people. Yeah. I mean that's pretty much on twenty four seven. I mean I'd much prefer you know calls of a non urgent nature are during the day. I should totally. You yeah, know, so, absolutely. You know, yeah. To wake up in the middle of the night for a for a nice chat <laughs> is nice, and I'll probably answer the phone, but very quickly I'm saying, yeah, really, yeah. why now? Yeah. Could it wait till tomorrow? So that's what we're trying to do. And we're trying to also think about how else, you know, we can help the community. Well, how else can we use these products? Mm-hmm. So it might well be that some of the people that are listening to this have also seen this out during the day called Schools Pastors, yeah. which we've launched at Billericay School. Uh, we go into the school with the permission of the senior management team and the governors mm-hmm. just to start to listen to everybody that's within the school complex. So that's from the young people themselves to the teachers, to the governors, to the workers. I mean, for anybody that hasn't been in a local secondary school for a few years, you will be amazed at the machine that that is mm-hmm. to, to, to do what they yeah. do, to supply yeah. from the, from the caretakers to the, to the cleaners, to the cooks, to the carers, to the pastoral team, to the teachers and everything that goes on, the sports teachers and, and everything that goes on to provide, uh, uh, a relevant education for our young people. It's, mm-hmm. it's an incredible thing that is going on in our senior schools. But we're aware that sometimes in the busyness of life and sometimes the way families are now structured, 
some of our young people don't always have access to, to speak to adults in a non-judgmental way. So, yeah. so we're going into Billericay School to help out with, again, some low-level listening, some care, sure. and some signposting for some yeah. of the young people to support the teachers because they're really doing an amazing job. Uh, sometimes funding gets cut, so if we, we think that we can help them and support them um, in a, some of the pastoral care. And, mm-hmm. and again, you know, if an incident comes up within school that we feel this is not for us to deal with, we will signpost back to the school. We will introduce maybe a young person back to the pastoral team yeah. and encourage them with our presence to say, come on, you need to share what you just shared with us. Share with the pastoral support. We're here for you. We're mm-hmm. not going to dump you, mm-hmm. but you need to, to, to let them know so yeah. they can start to really help you. Yeah. So we've launched schools passes uh, locally in Billericay. And what we're hoping, and we're very excited, is that now Mayflower would also like us to extend what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. So we're busy recruiting and training the next batch of schools pastors. Yeah. So we'll hopefully, by September, operating in both the, the big senior schools mm-hmm. in Billericay. You'll probably see us um, outside of school hours, maybe up the High Street, maybe up the Lake Meadows, yeah. maybe at Sun Corner or down at South Green Shops. Just just being ourselves as schools passers, again, blue uniform, big school passer yeah. hats and rucksacks and coats. and So we're, we're fairly obvious who we are. So we're, we're linking into the, the, the youth environment, into seeing how we can help out, again, through some of those low listening mm. skill opportunities. Yes. That's been really interesting, and, and it's certainly given a really good snapshot of the, the, just a huge variety of stuff that you did, which yeah. I certainly wasn't aware of, and I suspect most listeners won't be aware of either. Yeah. Uh, so thank you very much for that, Thank Phil. you, Phil, and thank you for showing the interest in coming along and finding out, because it's very important to us that people understand Probably the, the thing that we would love them to really understand is what we aren't. Yeah. So we aren't, you know, uh, uh, in your face, you know, trying to give you some guilt trip mm-hmm. about, you know, faith and things of, of an evangelical or Christian nature. We, we do believe that. That is why we are involved in what yeah. we're doing. But that isn't our core being. So sure. our message is we're out there uh, to be non-judgmental, to help and to care. Yeah. And to listen to people where where it's relevant for mm-hmm. them. So and and if we can continue keeping the public support, we will continue to do that as much as we can. Brilliant. Uh, one final question, which I'm going to be asking everybody that I interview yeah. for the podcast: What's your favourite thing about Galeriki? Wow, that's interesting. Do you know? And this might sound a little bit twee, so I'll, I'll try and, and say it, and hopefully it will come across as I mean it. Is I actually think the the best thing for Billericay is the community spirit and mm-hmm. and the positivity that that we've got because I think Billericay does do that well. I think when people that live here celebrate what we do well, that is our best. That that is when yeah. we are performing well. When we sit and we moan and we we criticise and and we we're, we're good to chat maybe through a social media or through the papers or or however or or we've got a lot of uh, something of potentially a minor nature becomes a big issue where people uh, are, are talking very uh, negatively to each other. I don't think that that's our, our core being. You know, when we've done, when we've partaken in things of like fundraising, and we haven't done much fundraising, but when we have, 
to see the generous nature of people mm-hmm. from Benariki is amazing. Sure. And we know that we're all under pressure with our finances. We know that, that fees cost a lot. We know that, you know, we've all got to pay our dues to, and, you know, council tax rises and, and we, we know. But when there is that need, I think the, the common thing in Billerick is that, that there is that generous spirit mm-hmm. and it's a very positive thing that people in Billerick carry that they want to be part of what's going on in our community. They yep. want to celebrate things that are going well. And, and I think the more that we can keep that going, the more that we can stay positive and um, ignore some of the, the commentary that goes on from, from other things about things that happen in Billericay. I think the more that we can do that and encourage us and to keep this town um, in that positive community spirit where we can come out and help each other, we can come out and support each other, I think that's the best thing in Billericay that, that I've, I've perceived. Marvellous. Well, that's a really positive note on which to finish. So, Phil Norton, thank you very much for your time. And also, I think um, I can be allowed to say on behalf of the community, thank you very much for everything that you do. Thank you, Phil. Thanks a lot. This week's sponsor is Embark on Raw, your local friendly one-stop raw and natural dog and cat food store, specialising in raw foods and natural treats. Stockists of Embark on Raw, Natural Instinct, Nutriment, Paleo Ridge, Benefit Natural, Albion, Nature's Menu, Skippers and Perform, plus all the natural treats and remedies your furry friend's heart desires. You can find Embark on Raw at Whitebridge Farm Industrial Estate, Craze Hill, CM11 2UL, which is on the way to Wickford, just after the Billericay Dew Farm Shop. You can find their website at www.embarkonraw.co.uk and their Facebook page is at facebook.com slash naturalrawdogfood. The music for this episode is again Retrogramer from Purple Planet Music at purpleplanet.com.